1: Welcome back sports fans to another sode of the Charity Stripe podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles for those listening at home on the road in the air or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We have fan questions in the house. We'll do a little NFL recap of week two because it was crazy. And then the MLB wildcard is just absolutely nuts. So we'll get into that too. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go, three, two, one, we're back.
2: We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about
1: practice. clock at five. Bash is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History, final, Back! Tie game! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship! Yeah. He's going for the corner. He's got it.
2: Bases loaded. Two out.
1: back baby it's the charity stripe hit you free throws because they freeze so 186 coming hotter at you guys and so 185 and i'm flanked on my right by defensive coordinator alex tossed me the rock to sopolis offensive coordinator nicky snacks kreider could not make it today he is so sad because the, the los angeles chargers i always almost call them the san Diego. fuck it i'm gonna call them the san diego chargers i can't deal with this anymore why did they move why did they have to move? It's not like they moved that far. It's like an hour and a half away. The Los Angeles Chargers went to Detroit, which is not a half hour away, and lost. And Nikki snacks Cryder has pretty much been crying the whole afternoon. I always thought I would see Nick cry. I don't know how you feel about it, Toss. I'm sure you feel like pretty similar, like in the same boat. I always thought I'd see Nick cry in public, too. I just never thought it would be because of a football game. But I respect it a little bit. You didn't think it would be in a scene? No, not in a scene, not in the podcast. I always thought I would just see, like, maybe Nick fall, scrape his knee, and then start crying or something like that. Like, Some was, physical injuries merit crying. For sure, and that's... Uh, a thing. Yeah, and, and Nikki Snacks Crider is a man who is in touch with his emotions, and he's not afraid to cry. I just don't think he's been given the opportunity to to have cried, and he just did today in front of all of our friends, which was funny. Yep, it was hilarious. So that was really enjoyable to see. Um, but speaking of other people who are in touch with their emotions, Toss, you, you you know of some very emotional men, don't you? Yes, I do. Where where are they from? <laughs> Most They're... likely from New Jersey or New York. Probably, yeah. Under And they operate under the umbrella of... <laughs>
2: I'm not even going to. Okay, so it was, it was NFL football weekend two. Yeah. A lot of crazy games. Yeah. You know I was betting up a storm. We gave our picks this we, past episode, right? You've, you've turned into a, de- a degenerate gambler. These past are, you a, days. are you a degenerate if you win? <laughs> I don't no. think so. I, I would say no. No, you're not. And the reason why I was winning was because I was getting fantastic advice from VegasSportsAdvisors.com. You called one of them. Dozens of pros. Yeah. They post their picks. Mm-hmm. They're always on the message board saying what you should do here, what you should do there. Should you be taking Moneyline Indianapolis? Yes, because it will make you money. And it made me money. Mm-hmm. So go to VegasSportsAdvisors.com. Use our promo code, CharityStripe. That's C-H-A-R-I-T-Y-S-T-R-I-P-E. Yep. No spaces. No spaces. No spaces. Charity Stripe. VegasSportsAdvisors.com, dozens of pros posting their picks. It's not a betting site, just information. And, you know, we want as much info as possible.
1: When we're making these picks, when we're putting our few dollars that we have on the line. For the for the money we've made from these advertisements, we're going right back to these guys and asking for advice. Yeah, it's reinvesting. Reinvesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's any like a Norwegian smart, buyback,
2: any smart businessman will use vegassportsadvisors.com
1: Back to the source. Absolutely. 100%. And they're they're pretty much at anyone's beck and call. They're always down to help. I mean, you called, you know, you spoke to Tony today. <laughs> I didn't speak to anyone <laughs> named Tony. com is a website oh. where these
2: pros <laughs> post information about betting, specific bets that you should be taking all, all over all different types of bets specifically to sports. I did not speak to anyone named Tony, although I'm sure there might be an advisor named Tony or Anthony, um, Tony for short. Tony Coldcuts, maybe is what his <laughs> friends call him. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, down in the Hudson Yard, he just like bounces like a ball. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: always has a, you know, like yo. a six pack of gum like in his he, mouth.
1: Like he's like uh, Sylvester Stallone in <laughs> Rocky One. Like, yo, yo, like bouncing. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Coldcuts. Tony Coldcuts, like bouncing a rubber hey, ball. Hey, Thus.
2: <laughs> I got a bet for you.
1: God, hey, just go.
2: Use Lions that. in the charges, and there's no way they're going over. No way. Toss, you better take the under.
1: Better take the under, Toss. Better take the and under. And see you next Tuesday. Hey, Sharon, where's the Capricola? Capricola. Bagul. Bagul, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. But, yeah, go there if you need help with betting. Uh, Toss certainly did today, and he won. Like He actually won. Uh, yeah, I hit
2: a three-team parlay. Colts, money line, 49ers, spread. Um, and also, what was the third game? I the third the game, game was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs game, that was a good No, no, no. It wasn't.
1: The Bears game.
2: No, that was a different
1: parlay that I <laughs> did in the middle of the day. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Ty, for those of you who don't know, Toss pretty much, yeah, I don't think I was... bet on the Cowboys. I bet on the 49ers. Was this is the first weekend you ever had betting? No, I bet on other things before. This is, but
2: the, I've I met... actually had the greatest bet ever, I think, in the history of all bets. What was it? We... Me and my buddies were driving up to Telluride, Colorado. I don't know if I've told the story before. Okay. We were driving up to Colorado. Yeah. We stopped in Albuquerque for a night. Uh-huh. Um, in the midst of college basketball season, we were going to Telluride to ski. We went out to a bar in Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, which, in case anyone is not aware, is where UNM is, University of New Mexico, and, the,
1: the Lobos. And the home of Walter White.
2: Correct. And, okay. and Jesse Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the lobos were playing nevada i don't know okay i can't remember who they were playing actually i think it might have been new mexico new mexico state wow and new mexico state was down like 15 points okay and there were like there was like 2 minutes and 40 seconds left and i go to my buddy jet yeah and i go hey jet let's do 1 to 10 odds i'll put a dollar down that new did new mexico state comes back and wins this game okay and he goes, let's call it let's call it one to one hundred odds.
1: Oh man, poor guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You just he they won? Yeah. New Overt- Mexico sta- over time.
2: New Mexico State came back and beat them in regulation. Oof. They hit two two bank three pointers. One was an and one four point play. Within like the last 50 seconds of the game. Wow.
1: That's a, that's a, it was the,
2: it was the craziest comeback I've ever seen. And I won
1: a hundred dollars. Yeah. Talk about watching. And it was, and it was
2: a New Mexico bar too. So like I was the only one rooting for the other team and everyone else was like,
1: go Lobos. And I was like,
2: yeah, New Mexico state Aggies. Let's go. I feel like, I (laughs) I think that's that's their mascot. I I have no idea.
1: Honestly, is New Mexico. And I don't want to be presumptuous, but fuck it. It's our podcast. We can really do what we want here. Mm-hmm. Is New Mexico... It's our party and we'll cry if we want to, if we're Nick. If we're Nick. Is, is New Mexico a dangerous
2: place? It is. We went to a bar after that bar and we saw a man get okay. kicked out for wearing a fitted cap because there were no hats allowed. And he showed his piece <laughs> as, in, as in his he was strapped. He had a gun and he showed the bouncer his piece as in like, I can't believe you're kicking me out of this bar, man, for wearing this fitted cap. Here's my gun. Oh. I'm not afraid to use it. And then we were like, we should go. We should Dude, go to Telluride. We should leave Albuquerque now.
1: And get the hell out of here. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I also, the way you were gesturing to me and the way you started to say it, I thought you were like, he whipped out his dick. Like, no, 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 no.
2: No, no. His peace. His, his peace. His
1: <laughs> Only in Los Angeles, he would have whipped out his like, or somewhere more peaceful. You like, would just whip that out. But his gun in New Mexico was pretty crazy.
2: Are you talking metaphorically his gun or like his gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, he had a, a pistol, a pistol. It was scary. I was scared. I was terrified.
1: Yeah. I would be too. If somebody was like brandishing a firearm in public. Yeah. Like that. It was,
2: it was quite scary. That
1: area of the country is bizarre. But I
2: did have a hundred dollars to bribe him if I needed
1: to, because <laughs> I just want a sweet bed. God, everyone, I've been laughing so much in these first 10 minutes. Everyone's going to think I'm stoned. Um, but yeah, that's great stuff. Uh, you know who, you know who doesn't flash guns? You
2: hit some of Walter White's stuff? Is that, yeah, why, you're, is right. that why you're so laughing right now? I'm all right cracky
1: now? and I keep peeking behind the blinds. I, oh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky nice. Bl- oh, oh, God, don't Great even show. get me. What, what show is better that are Breaking Bad?
2: I personally like Peaky Blinders more because I like British people a lot. I just want to be them. I don't. Walter wanna, White's awesome though. I mean, that show's amazing. Obviously. I like
1: things more that I want to be. Like, I want to be a Peaky Blinder. I don't want to be Walter White. No, no, no. no neither do I. That's like, Not even with this cancer aside, like all the other stuff he has to deal with. Like I look at Harry Potter and I look at Lord of the Rings and I like Harry Potter more because I want to be one of them. I don't want to necessarily be Frodo or Sam or any of the fellowship. Yeah, but I'd I'd be Aragorn in like
2: a New York minute okay over any of the p pe- I'd be le- I think I might be Legolas it just seems like a lot to, not, he's a top tier draft pick for me in Lord of the Rings franchise
1: yeah he's not he's like the ace in the hole bro he's like the DeAndre Hopkins of Lord of the Rings just cool and just slick eh. and then sometimes can fall off the map in games yeah sometimes for sure. he disappears like what the hell was that today um not that we really needed him uh New England's <laughs> defense was unbelievable um but here's the deal though like I look at that if you didn't know the outcome of the Lord of the Rings like I don't know if like I don't want to get it's too much for me to get involved it's a lot in. of pressure it's a lot of pressure. There's not like these guys just are going to go like well, Harry wanna... Potter has a lot of pressure on him, too. I'm um, okay. Here's the deal you're Seamus Finnegan, sure. Exa- exactly.
2: Okay, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm, nice. not,
1: I'm not even Neville Longbottom, I'm not even like
2: that. Level. Neville's kind of a hero, man. He's without a, a spoiler he, alert. He, he kind of kills one of the Horcruxes, it's kind of a big
1: deal, a huge deal. And he takes it upon himself to like, I'm not doing that. I'm like one of the Gryffindors. Maybe I'm on the Quidditch team. Other than that, I'm you mm. know I'm eating pumpkin pasties and and just and, and, you know and drinking butterbeer and casting um, spells here and there and just rotting around in the broom when I feel like so it. So maybe you're Oliver Wood? Oliver Wood, yes. The, the team captain, yes, from yeah, book one. Who, yeah. who
2: originally shows Harry what the Seeker is. Yeah. Or what the Seeker does.
1: The, yeah. The snitch. The he, snitch. Is like, yeah. he is such like a... a, a, a Terrible ex-like. haircut. But yeah, maybe I'm him with like a fade.
2: Okay, <laughs> you know, so you've got a th- worse haircut than he, he already had. Come on now, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm him with a fade. Uh, you know who doesn't have bad haircuts, and you know who does not carry firearms. Our I fans, think. exactly into the in, yeah. into into the bars. Our fans. Um, so without further ado, we'll kick it off. With some fans, fa- please don't carry firearms into bars. It's just completely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, we'll kick it off with some fan questions. Question number one: Dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe. What are your thoughts on Cali Law stating that players can now get paid, and that's from Trevor in Dallas? And by players, we mean NCAA players, collegiate athletes can now get that bread. And it's not like okay, USC is able. Senate to Bill two o six. Yeah, but just break it down for them. Senate Bill two o six.
2: It's already gotten past the Senate. It had a thirty nine to zero vote, and then the Assembly passed the bill seventy three to zero this past Monday. Shut out. So it's pretty much a going lock. to be a done deal.
1: Can you D? De- Jack Jobs.
2: Hobbs. Lock it in. So, so basically, I don't know if you can do that. For, for 20 million rupee?
1: Yeah. Would you that it's a done deal? Now that, I, now that I you're would. a gambling man,
2: right? Well, I mean, I would go to
1: VegasSportsAdvisors.com and oh. talk to my boy
2: Tony, <laughs> who then would give me the best advice possible. Hey, Sharon, you ever seen that
1: movie <laughs> Slumdog <Love> Millionaire? Okay, <laughs>
2: yeah, um, Jamal, um, yeah. So I think I would, I would D de- Jack Lob Jack Jack Lobs, hock <laughs> it in. <laughs> okay, um, uh, yeah, I would. So basically, like if the bill becomes law, mm-hmm. then California's 58 NCAA schools are compelled to allow. An unrestricted name, image, and likeness scheme, and it would erase the critical distinction between college and professional athletes
1: okay. in California. Okay. Um, yeah. So basically, it's not just to kind of clarify things. It's not as if UCLA or USC or like a Cal can or can go and or Stanford can go and be like, okay, I'm paying um, KJ Costello x amount of dollars. It's not a salary based thing where the, where the schools are now on the hook to pay them money. Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, and now would it, would, it It would. Permit students to receive compensation from outside sources. So selling jerseys, selling, and also
2: making Video game money, company, signing autographs, memorabilia. Okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, so we were talking about this before the show. Some, someone like T- Terrell Pryor, who, you
1: know, sold. Kicked out of Ohio State. Right. For who sold his sneakers, I think. And, and autographs. Autographs. For k. Um, yeah, to get um, tattoos. Yeah, to get tattoos. And that, to me, is the crux of the issue. That sentence right there. It's the money, first of all. Aside from the fact that the schools that NCAA is is, is you know is okay, so basically protesting it. The
2: NCAA has said that if this happens, if this occurs, yeah, this bill passes and these schools in California now are operating underneath this bill, then they will ostracize these schools and remove them from what is quote unquote an NCAA, like the NCAA competing. Pool of schools, so like a USC Notre Dame can't even
1: happen anymore in football. Correct,
2: that would be dead. Well, they definitely won't let NCAA sanctioned
1: schools compete against these California schools who are not a part of the NCAA. They're on their own. So exactly, it's uh, okay. My stance on this is I don't mind the players. Like it's your name. Like I, Josh Fisher, can no matter what my age was. Let's say I kicked it big in college, I could go do that. Mm-hmm. As a collegiate student, yeah, just because he plays sports, it 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 is a wonky rule, you know. And I guess it's set up so they're not bribed to go to the bigger schools. Um, that makes sense. But I think once they're in school, they should be able to at least make money off signing things, you know, and, and, and giving out autographs. And just the issue then becomes though is the deals. Like what? Like as a football player or a basketball player, one guy in the locker room has like a sick Adidas deal for a hundred K, and that's a lot for an eighteen-year-old kid to handle in college. It's a little reckless, in my opinion. Yeah, Nike has not knocked on my door asking me if I would like a hundred thousand dollars. And like, but how, what does that do to the locker room? That's at the that's the base level for me. The one guy is making a hundred K, and the rest of the team is making still making peanuts, still not making that money. It's not like a, it's not like every team, every player, on every team in California is making money. It's gonna be like Shaq's son. You know, it would have been like Lonzo. It would have been like, you know, it would have been like Darnold. Right. And, and and like Juju. And like, that's it. Like, a handful of guys. Like, you were, you were saying before the show, like the offensive and defensive linemen, there's still no incentive because it's not like anyone's going to really buy their stuff. Yeah. Regardless. So you might as well still go play at these, like, you know, blue chip programs like Alabama, like Clemson, like Texas, like Georgia, right? Where you know the board. you're going to get the
2: training. The facilities, the coaching—that's going to take you to the league to go
1: play in the pros. Exactly. Um, and then the, the level of competition. So, if these Cali schools are excommunicated, um, and it's just like the five or six of them, what's the level of competition like? So, is it yeah, you could go make money? Well, five or six of
2: them. You're talking in the
1: scale of like
2: the five or six schools that we know as competitive schools. I in, can't imagine across it's the really big sports. Make a
1: big jump for other schools.
2: I, I I just don't foresee that happening. Well, I mean that's like something that people are talking about and considering is that a school like uc santa barbara may be competing to grab top level recruits in, in basketball. basketball it could happen
1: in basketball well I, I don't think football will be as affected in a positive light for the players as people think i think in basketball it's a bit bigger because shoe deals are a big thing in basketball sure also and basketball I, just from a social media standpoint
2: yeah has become so prominent there are a lot of these kids like Bronny. Ronnie right now to make money. We were saying like, oh you make Mo money Bamba right now.
1: before the show, we were saying like, hey, like, how, had Mo Bamba been allowed to do this when that song came out, and he was playing in California, not Texas, this he could have made bank royalties off that song, and he he couldn't. Yeah, it was actually an unbelievable time for Shaq West to put that song out because he doesn't have to pay Mo Bamba really anything. Right. It. I mean,
2: a lot of people are commenting on this. Um, LeBron, you know, came out and said this law is a game changer college athletes can responsibly get paid for what they do and the billions they create. I thought that was a really good point. Personally, I would just like to say like I don't really know how I feel. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. I'm on
1: the I'm on the fence too. I don't want to come out and be like they should be paid, they shouldn't be paid because there's part of me like I don't know enough about like There are so many things going,
2: so many different factors going on. I certainly don't want to see a kind of civil war rift between these California schools and the rest of the NCAA. Well, that's what's that's the that's and inevitably that's what's
1: going to happen, which is unfortunate. But Tito was really against it, by the way. Really, really, I don't know if you that was he really laid into it, and it's yeah. He's like, you play for your school, you know what you're signing up for, and it's I I'm from like it's an honor and i get it like i don't understand the, some of the to back- come to
2: work for the charity
1: stripe every day yeah. i agree completely. i don't understand it's i don't understand some of the background these these players come from, come from. you know i i watch patrick wills as e60 and that guy had the roughest of lives you know some guys really come from nothing but they
2: come from nothing and if there's an opportunity for them like to this, get paid a hundred
1: thousand right off the bat before going to the pros Who am I to sit from my room and judge them I, I, I you can't I, you can't be like, oh, that's ridiculous because it's not a ridiculous notion you do they, they said like Patrick Willis was the man of the house from like age like eight up. Mm. With like multiple other kids around him, he's he's got responsibility. Starring Steve Martin and Queen Latifah, yeah. yeah, The the responsibility level around Patrick Wills growing up, I just use him as an example, is monumental. That's something that I probably will never even fathom. And and he had that in the small, growing his, you know, developmental years.
2: So I went and quickly looked up um, to see how much money the USC athletic department generated. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I couldn't find last year's, but I found 2017's. Okay. It's fine. $113 million in revenue.
1: That's just USC athletics. Correct. The so, athletic department. But like, so I,
2: clearly like these schools are profiting off of these individuals, right? Yeah. But they're they, selling tickets they because Robert free, Woods though. is a, is a receiver at this school because mm-hmm. Sam Darnold is the quarterback under center.
1: But right? it's not like Robert Woods. And it's not like these guys are Darnold. They go to school for free. They go. They, they get a scholarship to school, right? And they now, get stipends. I, and they, stipends. I think what I think their books should be paid for. I think their food should be paid for by the university. I think their housing should be paid for by the university.
2: Which a lot of the times it is, or they're given a stipend that amounts to more, or maybe sometimes less
1: than at that what that point, is. At that point, we gotta. If they because if you give an inch, you take a mile. In a sense, across the board with anybody, and at that point, you you lose what college sports is about. What makes it so great in some instances? Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, it's just like I said, player. I'm very, I, it's, 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 I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll let it play out. I'm sure we'll touch upon it in the next couple Oh, weeks it's now. not going anywhere. No, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a big issue, especially uh, come co- college, college basketball mm-hmm. season. Yeah, people are going to be walking up to us and being like,
2: Josh, Toss, Nick, what's the hot goss? Like, what are people talking about what in the sports world?
1: Talk, they, they do that, man. And they they do that. They look to
2: us for answers now. For answers now,
1: and they look, it, and they, we
2: whether we know them or not, we confidently look them in the eyes and tell oh, them for something sure. with the
1: supreme confidence. Yeah. Always, always, <laughs> always. With that's yeah, yeah. Say something with confidence and excellence. I mean, it's the same the confidence by. that Tony from VegasSportsAdvisors.com dot com gives me. Yeah, it does. Like, what do you mean? You know, Dexon's gonna cover. You, you you gonna tell me no? You gonna tell me no? You want to see my piece? My dad's from New Mexico, all right? <laughs> oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. A Question number two, dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Is Dak now better than Wentz? Has he proven that? And that's from Max in LA. Um Kellen, I, first of all, low-key MVP. Uh, OC, Kellen Moore. Yeah, for sure. He's been Dak crying. is thriving because he's now in a
2: system that complements the assets that the Dallas Cowboys have on offense and gives Dak the time that he needs to throw down the field and be, and be the accurate passer that he can be.
1: This is the healthiest the line's been in a couple of years now. Actually, right. Zeke's fully back. Um, tight end Witten is is good. He's not great anymore, but he's good. He's, he's two touchdowns two in two, touchdowns two games, and he's blocking. It's 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 a big piece. But the big thing, obviously, Cooper's a great addition. But the addition of Cobb is gone it's not as big of an addition or like as you know astronomical of an addition as DJ LeMay who has been for the Yankees yeah but adding a guy who's like no one's really paying attention to kind of like a, not a cast off but a guy like okay we'll add this guy he'll be a good bat in the lineup he'll be a great good security receiver. blanket to replace been, uh yeah, Cole Beasley for he's sure been, he's been great he's been great just kind of the attention he draws he kind of opens things up especially for a guy like Michael Gallup who's a question mark and now has become an answer for the Cowboys he has been awesome for that absolutely he's been really good him and Dak have been Connecting well Dak's deep ball Has looked really good Which has been Some concern in the past Like he doesn't really Get it downfield that well I mean Dak To me At this rate There's no reason Why you can't Say he's a top 10 quarterback Where I think Wentz The resilience we see Week in and week out Of Wentz is great The Wentz, Wentz Fantastic is, game tonight Yeah His improvisational skills As a quarterback are fantastic His athleticism is fantastic But there's times Where like like, how are you going to tell me a guy like Dak Prescott, who makes the playoffs every year, pretty much, who has a winning record every year, who, who was, who was a potential MVP, he was an MVP candidate,
2: the same year that Zeke was. I, not that he was going to win it, but but he was there. He, he was there in voting.
1: Yeah, people voted for him. I don't know, but this year he could be, if Mahomes falls off a cliff. Look, he could people be. voted for him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's been great. And I don't mean just like me, you know, yeah, just like one person. It was like people voted for him. He's been... I, two he's, two years ago, they he's, did. He's, no, he's been good, man. He's a really good quarterback. I, I don't understand the flack that he gets a lot of the time. I, I think he's very efficient. I think he's nice. I think he makes a lot of good plays. He's been great in Kellen Moore's system. The, the the Cowboys finally have the offense and the defense. Where week in and week out, I, I'm really thinking it's going to break out to be them and the Rams. Yeah. Especially if, who knows what's, what the deal is with Breeze's thumb. And I just don't trust the Packers quite yet.
2: Yeah, I, they would be my, they're my third team right now. Yeah. I like them a lot. I'm really impressed with the Packers and their defense, the defense specifically. The yeah. defense has
1: been great. Um, well, pa- I Patentine's think. Pettyne's been great. Yeah,
2: he's been fantastic. I think that, you know, you have to look at Kellen. I mean, Kellen Moore's offense, obviously an air raid offense, right? Yeah. But Dak Prescott also had
1: five runs for 56 yards today. We well, had that one massive run. I yeah. Mean, yeah. but like And he can do that. I, I I think we're dancing around it, but at this point, can't, I would rather have Dak than Wentz for sure today. I would, and and the health concerns yeah, are, us, are there that's as the, well. That's the you know that's the nail in the. That's coffin. the real kicker. Yeah, yeah. The real kicker is the guy. Even today, Carson Wentz is in the tent. He's in the tent. He's and it's not like listen, the guy's taking hits. Hits. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be real Getting with you. Getting berated. I up until that game. I always thought I uh, I could be a guy on the special teams that comes runs down the field as fast as humanly possible and tries to lay a smack down. I always thought I could do that. I don't care. Well, I mean I always thought I could be an NHL hockey goalie. <laughs> give
2: yeah,
1: give was, up. No, I never thought that. That's that to me is ludicrous. <laughs> well, right? I mean
2: I could stand between the poles.
1: You'd be killed. We you, know this. We've gone through We've this. we've
2: talked about it. I yeah. would be knocked out by the puck, but I would still be there my limp dead body or Knocked out, body unconscious. Body
1: would be there. You would be murdered. <laughs> you would be. You would. You would take one shot from the puck, and I, I don't think you're not a tough guy. I just don't think that either the shock and like the intensity and the your heart rate. It just like the combination of everything going on. A, a, a shot to the chest, with the puck from you. No matter the padding, the, the level of shock would just take you out. Me too. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, it's not really... Okay, I don't even know why I brought it up, honestly. No, I, I think it's maybe something that you're harboring. I don't want you to cry on the show. I'm, <laughs> I'm show like cry Nick, on the show. Like Nick would. Um, but the thing with this, I watched this game, and I saw the hits that Wines was taking. I'm like, there's these guys are warriors like superhuman warriors, and I belong nowhere near the NFL football field except, as long, except in the stands mm-hmm. with a beer.
2: Yeah. I mean, the really amazing thing about Carson Wentz was that he's taking all these hits. He's in the tent, and then he goes out there and he puts his body on the line and has a, he has three quarterback sneaks in a row mm-hmm. to put them in the end zone to score a touchdown, mm-hmm. and he is just putting his body out there with no reserve. One of my
1: buddies thinks he could punch it in he thinks he can punch it in from the one-yard line in 10 tries. I don't even think he could do that if they were going to prevent defense with three guys on the line and everyone <laughs> flanked out. A kid, does, can he jump? No, he's a good Jewish kid from the Northeast, dude. 5'8", 170, 160. He's I think if he, 160. Had, if he had
2: hops, like if he could really, then he could get over he the line. He can
1: barely touch that on a 10-foot rim. <laughs> <laughs> barely. No way. No way. Yeah. But Dak is the better QB at the moment. I think so too. I do like I do like Wentz you see sparks of greatness all the time. So he, he it's there. He just I just need to see it through a full game through a I, full Yeah, I mean season. I think it's
2: I I I'd be shocked if anyone right now would say they would rather have Carson Wentz than Dak.
1: Yeah, it's a little aggressive. Yeah. Um question number three, dear Josh and Toss from the Charity Stripe thoughts on the legitimacy of Gardner Minshew, and that's from Alex in New York. He's a gamer. Um he, when I was saying to you in the game, like a, he, he's not throwing downfield enough for, for my liking, he started to and mm-hmm. he started hitting DJ Chark. And, he and he's a, got wheels too, and he could run, he can move. I just don't think to me this looks like a very poor man's Andy Dalton out there. A young, I'll hard disagree. A young, like a guy who's he's, he's more athletic than Andy Dalton is. Andy when he was younger, Andy Dalton could move a bit. A little he bit. didn't though. He didn't, but okay, maybe not move like Dalton. But he, he, I mean, I does just, this guy not?
2: Does he? Does he not look like Baker out there?
1: He's not. Come on, man. Baker's is great. Baker. I'm not a, saying he's as good as Baker, but he plays like with
2: the same confidence. He has this. He he likes those short passes to his receivers. He's created, creative. He's improvisational. He can run and get you what you need to on the ground. He kept them in the game. Look, Dave. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs a good backup. Been a great backup. You know, for most of his I, career. I think Dobbs is a
1: better option than him. Really? I don't... Th- How I, can you say that? Because I think when Dobbs he When he had them in the game. I think he's fine. The defense had them in the game. He had them the in the game. The defense held what, what we think was one of the best offenses after last week to, th- to 13 points. The defense cou- had them in the game. We
2: know that, though, right? And and we know that all they needed from Gardner was to clock manage, just be Alex Smith. And yeah, do that. he, had, but he what, had... What Kirk much, Cousins he, does is Kirk Cousins... Uh, talk about guys that have maybe not. I, I'm very not impressed with right now. Okay, Kirk Cousins is a glorified we'll pick at the end,
1: glorified game manager. He's He's got the stats to say no, but sure, okay. I mean, I think Minshew, he was exciting. He was fun. I liked watching him. He's a good personality. He, the whole jockstrap thing that he warms up just in his jockstrap dancing around the locker room is pretty hilarious. Um, I think that the players actually seem to like him and follow him. He he's came, got swagger. He's got swagger. He went down the, uh, first of all, I don't get how you're running. The run hasn't worked all game, and you're going to run it you're gonna I'm tell me that if they don't so if dumb. they QB if they run pass option there instead
2: of just handing the anything, ball off to Fournette anything. I think they score. Gardner had his way with the Texans defense on that last drive. He had his way with them.
1: Ride the hot hand, at yeah. At least, at least you know what. Let, let him
2: scramble and find DJ Chark for the two point conversion.
1: I love that they go that they went for it. Yeah, if you go cool, go for it. If you're going to go for the win, go for the win on the road against a team that's heavily favored in the division. Right. But you know, give me a little play action. You know, roll out, hit somebody on the on the on the flat side. I mean, it's just it just it's so one look. dimensional
2: when you just run the ball up the middle.
1: Yeah, and the defense is set for that almost on yeah. the goal line. It just yeah. was not a good play call. Uh, but I he okay he maybe it's harsh for me to say that Dobbs is going to be better because we haven't even seen Dobbs in the Jags uniform. He just if if Minshew was really legit, the Texans D is not spice level ten, bro. It's not a top ten defense, top fifteen maybe. I don't know if it's a top ten defense. I think it's a top fifteen defense. Yeah, top fifteen defense exactly. Not a top ten. I I think he would have lit him up, lit him up for more than six at least. He, it's not like they were you know. Get, he would have lit him up for more than six points going into the final drive. He's okay. fine. Listen, I don't... he was twenty-three
2: of thirty-three, two hundred thirteen yards and fifty-six rushing yards on six carries.
1: He ran the ball really well. I'll give it, yeah for sure. He
2: ran the ball great. I just he's no. Not... He had no interceptions and he had one fumble, and he had a, and he had a touchdown in the air.
1: He's good. He's a good. He's not. Is he, okay. The question is: He legit though? Is he going to be the starter for years to come? It's better game than Mariota
2: had today. It's a better game than Keenum had. It's a better game than Eli Manning had. It's a better game than Joe Flacco
1: had. He had he he didn't have a terrible. No one's saying he had a terrible game. I'm just. Right? I, it's a better game than Jameis Winston had. It's a better game than Cam Newton had. Is he okay? It, but are you looking at this guy and go, wow, the Jags. Don't worry about Foles not being at this. This guy's fine
2: I, for the rest of the season, maybe. For Uh, me, yeah.
1: I don't know if he's legitimate yet. I have to see a couple more weeks play out. Is that fair for me to assume?
2: Yeah, but I don't think that based off of what we saw today that you can say that Dobbs is starting the next game.
1: No, he's not going to. He won't. He won't, but I think at the end we may see Dobbs. I think they may get the book on this guy. He's not a spectacular talent. He's great. He was great in college. He's a great personality. He is a legit backup in the NFL. I just can't look at him yet and be like, wow, that guy's he lit it up. He's a legit starter. So is Jacoby Brissett a legit starter? Right now? I, I would feel more confident with Brissett than Minshew, wouldn't you? Yes. But I but is he a legit starter? Yeah. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick a legit starter? No. No. No, he's not. He's not.
2: I, th- I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would say that Jacoby Brissett would not be starting on any NFL team unless the situation that was put upon him was.
1: He's like borderline can start. That's like my—he's like 32 two thirty three best quarterback thirty one best quarterback in the NFL. Really? He's like he's like twenty eight through like thirty three. Yeah. Like what do you mean? Like, who's I like Brissett. I like him too, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there, man. I just like guys that don't make mistakes. He doesn't. He's efficient. He doesn't make mistakes, but he's also not
2: He a- also put a perfect
1: pass to ty hilton in the corner of the end zone like this guy makes he makes throws i'm a big Brissett fan i've been a big Brissett fan for a while now since he was a Patriots. you know i thought he was not i thought it was a good pick by the patriots coming out of nc state i just you can't i don't know if Brissett's really the answer yet for the colts i don't think even, i don't know if the colts know if he's the answer yet if the colts win this season and win a lot and he's any he, and he proves to be a guy like a stopgap or a guy they can really rely on then we'll see like, Minshew has a lot for me to prove before I can say he's legitimate. I think he's got a shot to be good. He's got a shot to make some noise. This could be, like, a Jeremy Lin-type thing. Mm-hmm. He's making noise right now. Yeah, hey, it's exciting. People are paying attention. He's fun. He's confident. I like him. I'll root for him, for sure. Question number four. Worst franchise in the last 10 years, Hornets or Suns? And that's from Dan in New York moving to basketball. Just the worst franchise. Um, we'll throw some things out. In the last 10 years... Hornets have three playoff appearances. They've had six different head coaches, and some of the missed picks in the, in the lottery. Um, I'll throw Michael Kidd-Gilchrist out there. He's been a fine NBA player, not worthy of the number two pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Zeller, you could say the same for at the four. Um, and then they had Vonley who they took at nine, not as bad. In the not and at that range, you could start to kind of mess around, and you're, a whiff is okay. Uh, and then Kaminsky yeah. hasn't worked out.
2: I mean, basically, they and they had picked... one of the
1: worst seasons in sports history of any team I've ever yeah. seen.
2: Well, in two thousand ten, they didn't have a pick. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we're talking about a franchise that comes into the league in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. The Bobcats. It's
1: sorry. This is the this is the Hornets. Bobcats. Yeah, not, not the, the
2: Hornet Hornets, Hornets. Pelicans turned to the Pelicans. Um, yeah, so they come into the league in oh four as the mm-hmm. Bobcats. They have. A lot of early picks to try and, you know, establish a roster with some young guys. And they kind of botched that. This is getting past the 10-year mark. But I'm just saying, going into the 10-year mark, they don't have... In 2010, they didn't have a pick. Yeah. In 11, they hit on their franchise, you know, for the next eight years. Cornerstone. The cornerstone. Kemba. Kemba Walker. They also draft Tobias Harris, but they trade him away. Um. You know, they, they've done a lot of trading away of good talent. They traded away Dwight Powell, who was a late second-round pick, Yeah. and now look what he's doing for the Mavs. He's good. I mean, the, they, and they also the contracts
1: with Beyond Bo was a bad contract. Yep,
2: they traded away Shabazz Napier, who's been a nice contributor for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, they, they traded away Frank Jackson, who's a young guard. I mean, he's not necessarily as good as, as those other guys, and they traded away the pick that— Ended up becoming Shy Gilg's Alexander. Yeah. They, he was a great
1: just... guard for the the Thunder, and he's going to be a good guard going forward. They took Malik Monk ahead of Spider, which... Hindsight 20, listen, I, I liked Malik Monk coming out, coming out of college. I can't sit here and be like, what the hell are they doing? But hindsight twenty twenty, it's no bueno. No, and
2: I think they're continuing to kind of stay on trend with picking a guy like P.J. Washington, who I think is a
1: good player, but will never be a great player. Miles Bridges in the, is in the same boat, I think. Yeah. I think he's fine. I think his upside is higher than than P.J. Washington's. I'm not looking at Miles Bridges and going, mm, that's my guy that's going to get me 24 a game. No. No. No.
2: no. But I think the, he's he's already
1: almost become a better pick
2: than MKG.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they have a bunch of guys in their roster who'm i like that guy's thirteen points a game. Right. Even scary Terry who's now the guy there is like, yeah, he's not. He's like nineteen points. Maybe no, I think that was. NBA. I think that was a terrible trade. I
2: said it at the time. I think it was a terrible trade.
1: Yeah, it's a bad. It's a, at least it's for three years. I mean, the Batum contracts a mess. The Bianbo contracts, like I said, it's a disaster. Right. They're paying I, Zeller too much. I do. Th- I think that the Suns have. At the when they at the tail end of the ten year mark have saved it for me because the Suns, three straight bottom finishes, one playoff appearance in the last ten years. They've had eight different head coaches and they've missed on Josh Jackson, Dragan Bender, Marcus Chris, and Alex Len. They've really missed. But they don't have the bad contracts necessarily that the Hornets right. do. They're in a better position because the guys that they, that they did hit on Devin Booker, franchise player, DeAndre Ayton, who was a no-brainer at number one at the time. He looks like he's going to be very good. Yeah, um, he was good. He, he was, was good in his yeah. rookie and debut. They've they taken called Bridges, who I think could be nice. I, I, it's just tough for me. They have Rubio now, who I think is going to be good for them. I think it's mm-hmm. kind of what they need with Booker. I'm not saying they're going to be competitive, but I don't know if they're necessarily finishing the bottom. Hey, Rubio just lesson. won a
2: FIBA World Championship. He did, and Marcus so did, with Marcus who was crushed. Life right now, like you said. <laughs> Marcus Ole
1: um, a FIBA World Championship and, an, and NBA. an NBA Championship. Yeah, when does that happen uh, with a guy from not from America? Yeah, I, I would love to see the, the numbers on that. Um, it's just for me, I, I, the Hornets, yeah, but the Suns have been, been bad. I think you think the Suns have been worse because <sighs> at least they've the both Horn- been. Not only have they not
2: hit on their draft picks, which clearly means they've been mismanaging, you know, the assets that they have to take their team to the next level, which we talk about all the time, you win in the draft. You win always, in the draft. Always, always. But they also, like with the Suns, they've really mismanaged with their head coaches. Hard. They haven't brought the Horribly. right people in. They that can kind of create that foundation for, for a young
1: team to develop going forward. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Suns, so that's what I'm gonna go with I, I am gonna go with the you Suns You think the Suns are the worst? Because they, they finished the, the, the last place of the Western Conference the last three years And the year before that, the f- second to last So they finished in the bottom three at least The bottom two of the four of the last years Four last years in a row Yeah, I think
2: the last two years though With what they've done in the draft but they still sucked Have put them ahead of these other teams
1: Like, oh, I need to. They're also competing to- in the Western Conference versus the Eastern Conference For sure, That you are correct That's tougher but but it, they still are garbagio, and I need to see it transform. Listen, in the next year, if it, if I see like a you know a good trajectory, if I see them really climbing up the standings, not like you know going from fifteenth to like seventh, but if they're like twelfth or eleventh and they're competitive and they're playing in games, and like whoa, the Suns are like the Kings were last year, and they have some promise and we love what the direction they're going in, then I could reverse my course. Yeah. But right now, at I least mean, I'm the just Hornets like Hornets have had Kemba Walker to play with at least. Okay, and it took Kemba Walker. Eight years of
2: playing for him to actually make an NBA All Third Team. So you're saying you? like, I, mean, I know you. And Devin like, Booker's 22, and he's already averaging 25 points a
1: game. I, I listen. I think in five years, if we take a new 10 years, it's going to be the Hornets are the worst franchise because I think the Hornets are the, in the worst shape in the NBA right now. But it's from last year to, or, or right now to the last 10 years, and it's not. It's close. I'm not saying it's the you know the Suns by a landslide. But I it just what they've I, done with the head coaches, with the the failed picks, the inability to bring people there—it's it's just been a disaster. They've been a complete laughing stock. Whereas at least the Hornets are like, "Fuck, what are they doing? Why are they handing out these bad contracts?" But you know what? They have Kemba Walker. They're going to be—they were—they were competitive into the last game this year to make the eighth seed. They were competitive with teams that I have never looked at an Eastern Conference
2: playoff docket and known that the sixth through the eighth teams. We're just not going to be
1: able to compete. Yeah. I've never been like, okay. I've never like, you.
2: and I was like, without fail, I know that those teams aren't going anywhere.
1: Yeah. No, I'll bet anything on it. Anything.
2: Where like a Warriors team beats the Mavs in the first round. Yeah. Or 10 like years ago. the
1: Spurs take the Nuggets to game seven. Yeah. They really take them to game oh, seven. Oh, yeah. Not like get lucky. Like they took them to fucking game seven. For sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so I would go with the, Sun, with the Suns being the better of the two franchises. Okay. I, I just think, I think it's just, close for the CBA to change its rules and the Hornets just to not make any adjustments to that and just get rooked by those massive contracts for very
1: inadequate players. Horrible. Yeah. Really horrible. Terrible. Uh, we'll move on to question number five. You're Josh and Toss from the charity strife Uh, can you even compare LeBron's three out of nine to MJ's six and O spot in the finals? And that's from Harry in Dallas. Uh, No, you can't. You can't. I mean, I you can like kind of. You can't. I mean, you can kind of grasp at straws and say LeBron had, you know, harder competition. I think we've we've gone.
2: Everyone has gone so back and forth on this debate of like who had the better team, and it's like neither of them did it by themselves. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, right. No, I'm
2: not getting at that. I'm no, no, no. I'm just saying I'm establishing like the points of the argument that are always
1: brought up. Jordan right? couldn't do it until he got Scottie. Right. And then they did it, and then they did it three times again when they got Rodman. Right. I just think that it's, it, it's like a tale as old as time. And I and it goes for LeBron, too. It goes for him. But the Western Conference was tougher. And granted, MJ got it done, though, every time. He did. Whereas LeBron, realistically, no offense, should have probably beaten Dirk in the Mavs. Sure.
2: He absolutely... That's why it's one of the greatest... Upset, upset championships ever yeah, he, because he, there's no reason why he shouldn't have won yeah I don't I, care about chemistry throw chemistry out the door when they win more than 60 games in a year every time he
1: played the Warriors except the one time they got lucky when Draymond you know got ejected and couldn't play games. they five. were gonna lose that series they were gonna lose that series too um for sure the
2: and then they lose to the Spurs who they were quote-unquote had better personnel then but they just got out coached and outplayed the second time
1: and they all you know, worked. They yeah. all worked. They, they were embarrassed the second time. Everyone was out the door though. I, I just don't like, MJ when he went through like Ewing who kind of was on his own a little bit. Reggie was kind of on his own. They just were on a war path, dude. It was like they had three guys, they had the best two of the best three of the best defenders in the NBA. Oh, in, yeah. a, in a time where defense was nitty-gritty. Very much. Jordan so. included. Very physical. Very physical game. And they had three of the most physical guys. I just no team could really and they could guard at every level. Like Jordan could guard a one. Yeah. Stockton Pippen could guard the wings. Yeah. Stockton and, could not guard a wing. Yeah. And then Rodman can guard anybody in the paint, including not he could handle Carmelo. Malone. He could handle Hakeem right. Dream. He could right. handle these big guys. And you had other Nice
2: body. You know, you had, like, Horace Grant in there yeah. who could bang a little Cartwright bit. Carl was there for a bit. Yeah. coach um, was there. You yeah, know.
1: he was good. I mean, that team was really good, man. I just, you know, I, 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 I haven't swayed to MJ over LeBron yet because I still think LeBron is the better player just because of physicality. But it's kind of like, like, how can you, you can say what you will about Aaron Rodgers, but can you really say he's better than Tom Brady? I don't care how no. skilled he is. You no. just can't. No so my, my, my process my pro, my thought process is having me change my mind time sometimes some from day to day. So I haven't really, yep. I haven't this is actually something I've been thinking on, so it's an interesting question. I've really been kind of swaying in my mind who I think the best basketball player of all time is.
2: I, I certainly have never like questioned where I lie and who's one and who's two, but my appreciation of LeBron has certainly grown um, and just like the player that he is and the impact that he has. Especially just from a versatility standpoint, and all the different things that he can do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's an interesting question. It's something we'll always debate every couple of months. So I just figured we throw it back in there. Cause I mean, I'm anytime the get, gu- anytime was, a like, guest comes on, we're going to ask him. Yeah, we we'll always ask him, and I think they, they worded it just based on the finals, not them as players. So I don't, th- I don't really think you could compare the finals because I mean, right. he's, he just just got he just got the he's got, yeah never lost. Levar, LeVar Ball? Yeah, LeVar Ball, the finals. That was the fan questions. Really great stuff. We'll move on to You Gotta Be Kidding Me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Are you kidding me? This guy? Are you kidding me? Kidding me. But you're kidding me or what? You've gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me to the wild finishes in the NFL. What the hell? There were there were a bunch of them. The Eagles-Falcons one was a slobber knocker. A lot of big hits, a lot of guys going out with injury. First of all, what the fuck? I lost by one in fantasy because Deshaun Jackson got hurt in like the first three plays. Unbelievably Deshaun
2: Jackson hurt. Dallas Goddard hurt. Alshon Al Jeffrey, Jeffrey hurt, Carson hurt.
1: Carson Wentz hurt. Jason Peters got McCown, hurt. McCown got touches. Yeah, Jernigan yeah, got Dernigan. hurt. And then the guys in Fallout McGarry. Kelsey lit, got hurt. Did you they, say that? Uh, yeah, Jason Kelsey yeah. went to the wrong sideline. Yeah. McGarry on the Falcon side got hurt. Everyone they, thought he would be on the IR. And came, came back, back in. Came back in the fourth quarter. Crazy. Again, like, yeah. Ertz, Ertz, like seemingly got hurt and then just walked right back on the field. I would step foot on the grass, my, break my spleen, and I'd be out. I'd yeah. be, I would live in the, in, in the a injury. A lot type. of big
2: injuries this week, too. You know, we see Big Ben go down with an arm injury. We see mm. Drew Brees go down with a hand injury. Hopefully, neither of those guys are going to be out. I for think, the season I but think, we don't know. I
1: think Ben will be a couple of weeks I think Drew's in a lot of trouble.
2: Both on their throwing arms and throwing hands. Yeah,
1: but it's a, it's big time trouble. Yeah. Big, especially for Drew cuz yeah. ligaments like an, an elbow like you don't think he broke it, an elbow a bruise or something a slight fracture maybe he can get away with it going, you know, for 4 weeks he could come mm-hmm. back. A torn ligament in your thumb when you have yeah, to grab. It. Yeah, you can't. He tried really. to pick
2: up a football on the sideline and it just slipped right out of his hand. And you could see he was in
1: clear, clear pain. Yeah, there's only so far, so far you can go, and the, a guy like that, if he can't play, he literally physically, it's impossible. Yeah, it's and not think, you can't like play through it. Yeah, I, don't, I think he's in trouble, unfortunately, because I love that guy. Yeah, he's um, great. But the finishes, the Broncos Bears finishes was one of the best finishes I've seen in a in crazy pre, in, a, in a regular crazy. season game in a minute. Emmanuel Sanders is back. He's sick. He's awesome. They they went for two penalty. Went for one, missed it, which I called. Uh, it was just such an obvious thing that was going to happen.
2: But there was an encroachment offsides. Or no, I guess it was a neutral zone infraction. Buster screen. Yep. So then they go for two again. Get it. Get it. So now there's 35 seconds left on, a, on the clock. On the
1: play that all of us said was going to happen. Yeah. Most obvious play call in the game. Uh, it's like four verts when you're on your own 40 in Madden. Done. Easy. Easy. It's like the Hunter, Hunter Renfro did it to win the championship. Like, it's like the obvious play call. Four verts.
2: Which receiver is always open?
1: Tight end, bro. Yeah, the X, or the X tight, button, tight end, the or, inside route on the right in, side. You yeah. are the inside receiver. Those two guys, the right. two outside receivers, are just decoys to drive exactly, the exactly. But yeah, I mean the yeah, it's like the play call that the, everyone does, and then Trubisky, we're all shitting on him. He drives down the field, and gets it done with a, a, a an unbelievable steps
2: up in the pocket, whips a dime to Allen Robinson across the middle, and I cannot believe what happened. Allen Robinson smartly gets down. And what is I can't remember who it was. I think it was Harris Jr. Why are you touching him? If he doesn't touch him, doesn't the clock just run out?
1: No, because he, he, he it doesn't matter. Because when he goes down, he he they call timeout. So you can stop it. You can make it. You can make it be a dead ball. You can
2: end a play by calling a timeout if a player is down. Is that possible? I don't know what the ruling is on that. Yeah, I. I, I think. I mean, I'd
1: have to go up into the booth to Mikey P. Mike, what do you think? Better than Mikey P is better than Blandino for sure um, <laughs> that guy creeps me out the he, Yeah, he was down though. They call it and they kicked the field goal, which is like 50 plus yards ridiculous field goal Yeah, lucky it was a mile high that they that the air thin exactly he pierces through there that game was an awesome finish and um, Eddie Panera I need Panero.
2: Who like who is that?
1: Yeah. Who is that guy? Yeah, Panero brothers. You know, from Chicago.
2: I don't think. No, I think Panero's like Argentinian or something like that.
1: Really? Yeah, he's
2: not. He's not Italian. He's not one of the Vegas sports guys. I don't believe he's okay. boys with okay. cousins. Tony. Primos with uh, Tony Cogut's.
1: No. Hey, uh, Sharon, is uh, that kid Panero? He related to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, but yeah, the that game was amazing. Um. And we all thought that we all we all looked at each other that we thought that game was going to suck my nuts. Well, I thought the Rams well, Saints it did. Game, it did. We, we tuned in at the right time, we did tune in at the end. Uh, red zone is such a glorious thing. The Chargers Lions game was good mm-hmm. to the finish. Obviously, the Jags, yeah, Jackson's Flip Rivers game. threw a, a
2: late pick into the end zone that was unfortunate. He threw see it into it.
1: double coverage, yeah. You hate to see it. The Vikings Packers was a little lackluster at the finish, but close nonetheless. Um, Indy, Tennessee was good. Awesome. Uh, Mason Rudolph came in and did some some nice stuff. That Listen, say what you will, Bridgewater really struggled against, albeit a good Rams defense, but the Seahawks defense ain't no slouch. And Mason Rudolph came in and did a really nice job, I felt. He did. They didn't ask too much of him. No. But he got it done. Yeah, he he struggled. He looked a little weak to start the game, but then he came in and was fine. He threw for two touchdowns, both to Vance McDonald. So if you own Vance McDonald, good for you. Your boy does. Your boy, yeah. Uh, Bridgewater was just a little lackluster. Yeah. And how do you only get Kamara the ball once in the air? You you can't do that. I think things
2: will look differently when we know we have Teddy at the helm for an entire game. Next game. Hopefully they do. Hopefully the game script is a little bit different as well. Yeah. And they're I mean, not having to air it out and they can, you know, establish their run with Kamara from the get go. Yeah.
1: It was a really big blow to the Saints. Yeah. Um, but that game was a little weak. But some good finishes, really, in the NFL. You love to see it. You love to see the NFL competitive. Yeah. Cowboys um, take care of business. Yeah. They're good, man. Peruge. The Bills, um, the Bills two, really looks two. great. And yeah. Bills and Niners, man, getting big road wins. E, that's the, like, the Niners. Let's talk
2: about the Niners for a second here. Jimmy G, great bounce back game. Rita Mostert, on the ground, fantastic. They, lo- um,
1: they lose Joe Staley for a couple weeks, though, for eight weeks, I think, which is bad, but still their offensive yeah. line looked really good. Love
2: Debo Samuel stepping up. I think he'll be that that
1: number one receiver going forward. Yeah, Kittle. I think he'll be that to, guy. I could have used more out of Kittle, but Mostert was great. He was good. They put up 40 points. Wilson Jr. had two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, Pats
2: looked absolutely dominant against the worst team in NFL history. Horrible. Can we say that?
1: Yeah, horrible. You can.
2: The Dolphins are terrible. The he line don't. for the Dolphins-Cowboy game next week the Cowboys are minus 22 right now.
1: Oh, I might take that.
2: I That has to be the, the
1: biggest margin ever. Spread. It's insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. That that's a It's absurd. Um, but yeah, the Niners and the Bills really took care of business. Um, and that's in the NFL front. In the baseball front, college football was a little lackluster this week. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Baseball front was... Although we
2: saw Maryland lose, which was
1: interesting. I guess they're yeah. not quite as good as we thought they were. Well, they just... Keep fourth and goal, three over three and fourth and goal. Yeah, I mean, gotta come convert. On. Gotta uh, one. Give me one. Give me one. Yeah, pathetic. Um, the AL wild card. The A's are in very good shape. It's looking like the A's are are three games up in the Indians, which is kind of the sweet spot right now with twelve games left. They're not in the clear of the Indians, but it definitely is the sweet spot. The Red Sox are out. They're done. I'm calling it right now. They're done, obviously. You can't... For the Red Sox, surprisingly, this may surprise people, have a losing record at Fenway Park. It's crazy. Crazy, right? Very crazy. So oh, we've,
2: got, we've got the Indians at 87 winning. wins. We've got the Rays at 89, and we've got the Athletics at 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we have.
1: Now, it's interesting to see... Like, let's look at these. Let's look at the schedules, though. See who plays who. Right. Right? Because now we're ending it up in September... And the Rays have just two random ass games at Dodger Stadium. They do get Blake Snell back. They're going to Dodger Stadium on Tuesday for two games. Then they have Boston for four, Yankees for two. And then they play Toronto, which they will be favored in, but it is in Toronto. Weird. Weird that there's like
2: interleague play going on here at the very end. Yeah. It's but, just interesting because it's happening for the Indians as well, who I think go to Philadelphia. And to Washington, very weird. But it's also but not, they get a but they get a series against
1: the Tigers, which you know is like a lock. They have a series at home against. They have a series three in a row against the Tigers, which you pretty much have to sweep. Yep. Then you have one against the Phillies mm-hmm. at home. So they have six home games and they have six road games, all both in a row. No, there's no separation. And the the other White away Sox. games are against the White Sox. You got to at least take two of three for sure. You got to take two of three. You got to take. You got to sweep the home series.
2: So I would I would give the
1: Indians a little bit easier of a last twelve games. Sure, but the the three games in Washington they may not be playing for anything, but they're going to be tough. Yeah, you at least going into Washington the very worst have to be eight and three in those games. In those in those eleven games you have to be. For sure. Or sorry, nine games. For sure. Well, I mean you you're you got to cut the gap. My math was off there. That's okay. Was it off? No, you have to. Sorry, no it nine. It, w- it no. wasn't off. No, It had to be eight and one. Right. Sorry. Oh, you said eight and three. I said eight and three. That's okay. It's all right. We, we, we survive. They have to be eight and one. But we they got maybe. Seven they got to cut the gap. Yeah. Because maybe they're they're in, a f- game to the Phillies. they're in no. the three spot right now. Yeah, they have to cut the gap. The, the, every game counts, which is why I think the Mets, who had the lead into the seventh, into the eighth inning, losing at home against the Dodgers, unfortunately, maybe the final dagger. They're four games back of the wild card. Um, they they lost they they after sweeping the Diamondbacks, which is what you have to do. A team on not only on your tail, but also a team that you're better than. At home, you have to sweep them. You can't lose. You can't lose two or three to the Dodgers. Now, the Mets have somewhat of an it's away. They have six away than six at home. They operate in the same fashion, but they have three games in Colorado and three games in in Cincinnati, and they have three games at home against Miami.
2: Yeah. You got to sweep the Marlins, obviously.
1: Yeah, you have in those, in those you have Degrom and Cindergard throwing tw- and Stroman, all throwing twice in those nine games. I mean, come on, man! I, the, the 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 bats got to come alive because clearly the bullpen can't do it. Yeah, the Miss, bullpen time. The bullpen blew it. I mean, what what more can you ask for from Wheeler? Nothing. Nothing. The Brewers take two of three from the Cardinals. And not only is the NL Wild Card also nuts. God, the NL Central is nuts. The NL Central is in, in, in very intense, too. Because the Cubs are in the Wild Card picture, but the Brewers are a game back. The Cubs are two games back from the Cardinals, and the Brewers are three. Now, let's just quickly look to see. Toss, if you don't mind pulling up the Brewers schedule, I'll get the Cubs schedule. Absolutely. We'll use our friends at ESPN for this one. They have, they, the Cubs have six games left against the Cardinals alone. Three, <sighs> sorry, more than that. They have seven, seven, four at home, three away. They have seven games against the Cardinals. So these teams are going to eat each other alive. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. They have three against the Reds, three against the, the, the Pirates. Who do, who do um, so the and Bur- this is after, they've got, they're have on a four-game winning streak, the Cubs, after they ready for this, dude, sorry, this weekend against the Pirates, mm-hmm. they put up 47 runs in three games.
2: Wow, wow! So the the Brewers just had a three game series with the Cardinals that they took two of three, two of three. Okay, they won the series. Yeah, good momentum going into a four game series um, in home or at home. Sorry, yeah. uh, against the Padres. Then they've got the Pirates in a three game series at home. Then they've got the Reds in Cincinnati three game series and then a, and then ending the season with a three game
1: series in Colorado against the Rockies. Oh, if you're going to play away anywhere it's exactly where you want to play. So the
2: Brewers certainly have it lined up a little bit easier for them.
1: Okay, so you've seen these schedules. To
2: maybe not win the NL Central, but at least go after that one of those wild card spots.
1: We have well, this is what we have locked. I mean so it, far. like let's be honest though,
2: if if the Cardinals and the the Cubs eat each other up and they split and the Brewers going to
1: tear in these last twelve games, they could win the division. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's possible. For sure. It's very possible. They're not in a great position to win the division, but it's plausible. Yeah. The Astros have a very nice schedule. They're, the Astros and the Yankees are dueling it out for home for a, to clinch home field advantage. I think the Astros will nab that one, or I'm hoping they will. But you can never count out the Yankees. Obviously, what they've done this season been complete nothing short of miraculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, the Twins are four and a half against the Indians, even after today's loss. So I'm pretty confident they've got it in the bag. So I think we'll see Yankees, Twins, and then I think we'll see Astros versus the winner of the A's, who I think are gonna. I think the A's are gonna hang on. They're just so fucking good defensively. For sure, no one gives that any credit. They've also won six in a row, um, and I think. I think the Indians are going to find a way to do it. Really? Yeah, I okay. do. Okay. I think the, it's going to be a too late, Indians. too little, too late with Snell coming back. Mm, he's not going to be. He won't be able to pitch more than four or five innings. Even, yeah. So I yeah. wouldn't want. They, it's too much of sure. a risk. I think uh, it's, t- it's. I'm going against the grain here. I think of what people think is going to go down, and I, I don't. I think the Rays are a good, a very, very, very good baseball team. I just think the Indians with Bieber and Clevenger, they I like where they're at. I think that the bats need to come alive. They will, and I think they have an easier schedule. A okay. little bit. The Indians do.
2: I, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Okay, and let's take it to the National
1: League side. National League side. The Braves are playing catch-up to the Dodgers. Right. Had the Dodgers lost today, that would have been huge for the Braves. I still think, obviously, the Dodgers are going to take home field. I think the Braves are going to win the East. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an easy one. It's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that one's a lot. I'm just, like, tricky on the Central. It's tough. It's tough. I think the Cubs didn't. are going to win the division. I think I'm with you.
2: I think the Cubs are going to win the division. I think the Cardinals have
1: three games in Arizona that kind of suck. Even though they have the Nationals at home and the Nationals are playing to lock up and I think the Nationals are a better team than the Cardinals. I think... Do the Brewers make the playoffs? No. Okay, I would say that too. I think it's going to be Braves, Dodgers, Nationals, and I think it's going to be... The Cardinals still have a better record than the Nationals. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be Washington versus St. Louis. Washington, St. Louis,
2: and then Winner of that plays Okay. The the
1: Dodgers. So the Nationals
2: would win that game? If you has
1: been has been a Cy Young candidate. I mean it's he's been electric. The winners will play the Dodgers and the Cubs would be going to Atlanta. To going to Atlanta, which yeah. is good for Atlanta. Yeah. Because I just don't trust the Cubs. But they've won four in a row, so I think the Cubs are going to win the division. I think it'll be St. Louis versus Washington. I'll root for the Mets, of course. Um, hometown team. But, yeah, that's how I see It's sh- shaking up for me. And if I could give out predictions, if you're curious, to who I, who I think is sure. going to win the awards. Just, just, yeah. just roll them out. Let's go down the line. MVPs? MVPs, I'm going to go with Bellinger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with we'll, – we'll get more in depth at the end of the season. I'm going to go with Bellinger, Trout. I'm gonna go Verlander, and I'm gonna. I, I am confident. I think Degrom's gonna squeak it out for back to back. Okay. Um, Rookie of the year. Rookies of the year, Alvarez and Pete Alonso. You're on Alvarez for the Houston uh, Astros, and Pete Alonso, mm-hmm. who now, by the way, is tied with Eugenio Suarez, a guy who he said would be crazy if he won the the home run title. Uh, they're tied right now for 47 home runs. Okay. Baseball man. Getting hot at the finish. Baseball,
2: okay. Now silver sluggers and golden gloves for every position. Everybody, okay. No, I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. No one wants. No one, that. Wants, to hear, no
1: one wants to hear that. And no one wants to hear that. Yeah, nobody. And on that note, I think the chickens have come to roost. Have they? Yeah. I think they have. Oh, um, fantastic. I think you're getting a call. It's a, it's a New York two one two number. Not Tony. Tony, let me take this. You got to take that. Toss it, take this call from Tony. Hey, Tony. uh, To the fans out there, uh, drag both feet inbounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they free. We out you, we love you. Thanks, Tony.